Dream 3 podcast, episode number 44. We're talking World Cup soccer with White Freeze Wax. Let's get into it. All right, we're back. Episode number 44. We're here with Josh aka white freeze wax on instagram we're talking world cup soccer because when we need to talk soccer we bring in our expert josh josh let's uh let's get right into it obviously world cup's coming up we've talked about this a ton on the podcast this is kind of what we've been investing for at the beginning of this year it's starting to come up sooner the european league is starting to get back up but let's talk about right off the bat team usa People who we should be looking at for Team USA because obviously that's the popular choice. Everybody's talking Polisic, but is there anybody else we should be looking at? Uh, I think the top, I'll give like the top four guys that people should be paying attention to and buying rookie cards for. Uh, they're still pretty cheap. Even PSA 10, you buy Slack and they'll be, they're pretty cheap still. Uh, but Eunice Moose. He's uh, one of our youngest players still. He's a midfielder, but he's going to score a lot. Plays for Valencia. He's already scored a couple goals over there. And he's – I think people are touting him. He's going to have probably a more successful career than Pulisic right now. So he's really good. Uh, I think uh, Timothy Weah, he's another one of our wingers. Uh, another young guy. He plays in France right now, but he's – um, he's injured at the moment, but that injury is good. He's going to be healthy for the world cup, but he's another one of our wingers that scores a lot. And he's really good on the ball dribbles. Well, Giovanni Reina is probably the most talented right now. And he's the youngest guy on the team. Uh, if anybody remembers when we played, uh, Mexico as the, at the Azteca a couple months ago, he, he's the guy that dribbled through the whole Mexican team. But uh, he's uh, he's had a bunch of hamstring injuries over the last year, so he's been in and out of the team. But he looks to be healthy right now. He's playing. He plays for Dortmund, um, and they're one of the best teams in Germany. And uh, let's see. Then the first, all these guys that I'm saying are the ones that are possibly going to be scoring, uh, and our our strikers, the ones who should be scoring the most. You know, in January, a Ricardo Pepe rookie card was was going to be like two or three hundred bucks, and obviously he moved to Germany and didn't do squat for the last ten months. But he's got a loan to uh, a team in the Netherlands, and he just scored his first Premier goal there this last week. That's only in his second game. But he got called into this USA camp, which is a very good sign that he is going to be on the World Cup roster. Um, and you can you can get his cards now for basically a tenth of what you could back in January. Um, I still think that's kind of a good buy, even maybe not at this World Cup, but he's such a young American player. Like everyone, like I, I feel like fringe soccer fans still know who Ricardo Pepe is just because of the hype that he got in January this year. Uh, 
I think those are some guys that you still uh, – Jesus Ferreira, who is – I think is probably the better Ricardo Pepe. Um, you can get his cards che way cheaper than Ricardo Pepe's. I've got a couple of his Bowman rookies that I flipped when he's the guy that scored the four goals in one of the USA qualifiers over the summer. And I basically add a zero to what I paid for the cards. And, and that's where I, I got, for, I mean, yeah. And he's, he is going to be the starter uh, for USA. And I mean, if he has another two or three goal game, I mean, that's, Sky's the limit for him, for him. Um, but yeah, and then Josh Sargent, uh, I was talking to you about that uh, before we got on here. He is super hot in England right now, and this time last year, or when I started collecting at the beginning of the year, I couldn't find any of his rookies for under, you know, 150, 200 bucks that were slabbed or unslabbed, and I just got. Uh, uh, holographic optic PSA nine, which there aren't any PSA tens of this guy yet. And as for 35 bucks. So, uh, but looking at this stuff right now, all of his, uh, those are those Don Russ rated rookies of those of him. And all of those now are for 150 or more. So uh, it's, but he's, he's another good pick because he's going to be scoring goals for us the world cup so do you do you feel that uh people are not i wouldn't say not as a team but talking card wise do you feel like people are sleeping on the team usa players and focusing more on the mbappes the hollands even the, some of the guys they're they're putting their money in guys who aren't going to be in the world cup games they're just thinking the big five names in soccer yeah because it's crazy because holland he's not going to be in the world cup because norway didn't qualify so he's not going to be there um, I, from what I notice, it's it, it, like the people that are, are the high dollar cards right now is just like your usual Holland, Mbappe, uh, Ronaldo, Neymar, Messi. Ronaldo, Messi, and then it's the Team USA guys. So I do think that, that you can still find good deals if you, if you search for them and you get lucky with like a, a, an auction that just doesn't have like they didn't title it correctly or they missed. I got a really good deal on, I forget who it was. Uh, but just this last week, because the guy misspelled their, the guy's last name. And so I was, this is a card that I should have gotten for 200 bucks and I ended up winning it for 30. Yeah. So I used to do so, that with Lucas when Lucas were popular guys would spell Luca, Luca Doncic's name wrong. And you would get those auctions at so cheap. Oh yeah, this is a a Jonathan David who is he's like the bit he's going to be the top scorer for Team Canada. And they're kind of a hot team right now, but this guy made Jonathan Davis, so no one no one was finding this auction, and yeah, I ended up getting a really good deal. So, but yeah, it seems like Team USA MLS players that are about to get sold. To European teams, their cards like skyrocket immediately, and then uh, just the the regular European guys. Those are mm -hmm. who get. Those are all the hype guys. So it's really so, weird. Uh, yeah, it, it feels like you know. Besides, 
besides the big five, nobody really ventures out unless you're you're doing some major prospecting. Um, and, and you know how that is in, in soccer is, you know, you could get loaned out, have a terrible, or you could be a young prospect like you and me were texting that 15-year-old that started uh, that Premier League game. And, you know, like oh, yeah. the youngest person to ever start in a Premier League game, uh, you know, find some cards of him. You know, my prospect is uh, Mufoku. So, oh, yeah. He, you know, he scored he's, this last week. He's 17. Yeah, he, he scored he scored one or two goals last week. And, you know, you look at some of the prospect cards, and basically if you get them young enough, um, you can basically ask for whatever you want, whether it be rookie, especially if it's a low number. Because re- remember, we went to that card show in uh, on the south side, and I picked or I texted you about that uh, um, Mufoku that I found at at the and show, sure. and it was. Oh, you got me. I got you now. Hold on. Okay. No, it's all good. My um, Wi-Fi keeps. Uh, well, as long as you talking. can hear me, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we can do that. Um, but yeah, I got that. You know, that out of ten that I texted you about the uh, the gold standard Mufoku, and you know, I paid three fifty for it, slabbed it. It came back I can't in hear ten you anymore. Can you hear me now? Uh, I can hear you now. All right. So I I bought that Mufoku that you know I texted you about. Out of ten, which is a good sent card, it to, yeah. Sent it, sent it to SGC. It came back a ten. Oh and yeah. And now it's a it's a prospect rookie, low numbered. Basically, at that point, you can ask whatever you want for it, because if it if it turns out and he hits and he's the prodigy that everybody thinks he is, or he gets sold to a Premier League team, or not sold, but you know he's contracting and he goes to a a, a Premier T- League team like a Man City or. If he goes to Man U, his career is over. But you know, a good a good team and blows it up there, then you know that's your home run hit. So, do you feel that there are any of those type of players? I know it's really hard with the academies, but you know that fringe of sixteen to nineteen year old, maybe young players on on the bench of a european roster that people aren't talking about that you could probably you know get things pretty low and might have a decent comeback with um hmm. that the problem is is i don't think you can get them low anymore because I mean, there, there's, there's prospecting in the sense of, like, everyone already knows it. Because I, I think the culture of playing FIFA and FIFA manager mm-hmm. and stuff, mm-hmm. you know the names before because they all have the ratings and everything in the game. Yeah. That everyone already knows about them. So it's, uh, I mean, there are people, like, there's... um. Uh, there's a couple guys that just moved to uh, AC Milan. Um, I know well, one who went to Bayern Leverkusen, uh, Adam Hlozek, 
And I actually just made a great deal on his rookie sticker. I That's my thing that I've kind of fallen into that I really like is getting like rookie stickers of like these guys that start playing in like Belgium or Japan or like these super small leagues. They have their just rookie, just like out of like a, a, a yearbook kind of sticker. Mm-hmm. And then they get sold to a bigger team. Well, the only card you have of, of him playing in, you know, uh, Netherlands or Belgium is this one sticker. And I kind of like, like that, but, um, kind of like yeah. those, uh, uh, Timo Warner and the Kai Havertz cards that we got. Exactly. Exactly. Those that were they uh, and Kai Havertz, his rookie rookies card is a match attacks from 2016. That's one year ahead of those stickers that we get. But the problem with that is like match attacks is such like a dorky thing to, to like collect yeah. that you could still, I, there's some people that will pay a lot of money for that stuff just because it is a Kai Havertz true rookie. And then there's other guys that are like, no, that is his rookie, but I'm not, I'm not down with no match attacks. That's... No, they wait for the, the Panini stuff, the, the Donruss optics and stuff like that. They don't really pay attention to the, I, I understand what you're saying. But yeah, that, that Adam, Adam Hlosek, Lojek. He's a he's from the Czech Republic, but he plays for Bayern Leverkusen right now. And I got his rookie sticker from when he played at Sparta Praha, some Czech Republic team. Uh, but uh, as soon as he got sold to Leverkusen, uh, the for fifty bucks and sold it for one hundred seventy-five bucks. So. It's what's what people don't seem to understand yet about soccer cards is like, what's if you were to find like you do more like baseball, basketball, football, like what's a good if you got a good guy, a good card and you saw like a pop, the pop of that card was like pop 50 or pop 100. Are you still thinking like that's like, okay yeah, that's pretty good. Or like what's what's like where you're What's the pop report where you're like, oh, where it's like the highest any, number, but the lowest that you're like. I still think anything under, you know, depending on the card base, this and that, if it's under 100 pop, you know, it's still, you know, pretty good. Even, you know, mid 2000s card that has a, I've been buying one of those. Uh, I got a Devin Hester rookie auto. That's a pop 47. Like you think of Devin Hester, you know, one of the greatest running or returners of all time, you know, pop 47 on a PSA nine. And like, you know, there's like five or six tens out there. Um, We've talked about this all in the past is low pop. Doesn't matter. Like low pop is what people are looking for because you don't want to run into a Zion, a Luka Doncic's of PSA 10 pop 15,000, 20,000, something like that. Where, you know, they're just flooded the markets. Yeah. It's basically useless. I agree with you. Like soccer cards are being overlooked because a lot of, I spent the first half of this year, I was able to get not high end soccer cards, but low number, like numbered cards out of 10, out of 25, low number cards, buy, buy them for single dollars, you know, 
yeah. less than ten dollars, send them to SGC, grade them, and turn around and flip them, flip them for 10, 20, 30 percent. Me not knowing any of these guys, and some of them I sent to you, you had no idea who they were, but yet people are buying them. Like they, you know, soccer, oh, yeah. we, we forget in America how globally you know soccer dominates and that you could be shipping these cards on all sides of corners of the world. So that's been a good strategy at the beginning of this year. I mean, just thinking of pop stuff and seeing what for like baseball and football, some of these things are, and I've been collecting since January. So not that long. I've probably got somewhere between 10 and 15 cards that are, they're good cards that are pop five and under. I've got, no, I have five or six pop ones of stuff. And it's, yeah, and I, and I see other people like, why would you grade a Luka Doncic uh, a base card? That doesn't make any sense to me at yeah. all. Why would yeah. you be one of, unless like you wanted to have it, then that's yeah. fine. I'm not dogging that. But collecting, like I, I think it's such a, like a, it's still obviously a niche thing, but it it's just seems ripe for, you know, a bunch of people, especially with all the complaints that I've been seeing about like quality control for like the big products for uh, like Panini and stuff is bringing out for football and basketball and, and all the God, they're just everything that was released this year. It's like, they've got 150 different parallels, which yeah, this parallel might be out of 50, but you've, there's like, a hundred other parallels of that same card. So what, mm -hmm. what really is the worth of it? You know? So do and, you think, do you think soccer is still way too niche in America? Like we see the grading reports and soccer is always at the bottom tier. See, that's what I've been surprised about that. I, I thought it would start ramping up a little bit more. It is ramping up. I, uh, Man, see, I, I've always heard the strategy of you want to sell your cards like like before the NBA tournament, like the, the playoffs have start. You always want to sell it during the hype of, of beforehand. Mm -hmm. And I like when it comes to the World Cup, like all the regular like soccer uh, card collectors that have YouTube stuff, they're always saying, oh, you want to sell during the hype before the tournament. I'm almost thinking – you know, maybe for like a Team USA where we get hype here and everyone in America is going to hear our team's names and, and that stuff. That might be good with Team America. But if you invested for players like Timo Werner, uh, like these German players or, or the, like the Netherlands team or other good French team players, you might want to wait till they like, actually perform and do stuff in the tournament and then just when uh, their people start hearing their name and go oh yeah i, I want to get some antoine griezmann cards he just scored two goals against against uh england we need to we need to get that mm -hmm. then then you're like oh yeah here i've got how about all these i don't know so it's unless like the ramp up really starts happening like the month or so before like I'm almost, I'm almost like a wait and see strategy, and try maybe not sell them too early. You know? I think the, the the big difference between 
the soccer market and the big three here is you're right. The, the, the normal collector thought process is sell before the season starts or sell at the height point because we know the start and the end of the big three sports. The prop, not the problem, but the issue with soccer is not a lot of people understand how the seasons run. They don't understand national teams, you know, clubs, you know, you got to realize most of these guys play all year round. It's not like it's just a set season where you think of like NFL guys don't, you know, they play the NFL season and then they go play the XFL, the USFL season just to uh, get ready for the next NFL season where in soccer, there's so many different, you know, clubs, uh, you know, working down. It's almost like a, a, triple a system in in hockey and or baseball where guys seem to get ready so the selling at the hype point is kind of tough because let's say you know randomly let's say a, a weston mckinney does terrible during the premier league and then during that off time goes to some smaller club kills it and comes back into the premier league even though you know Maybe he's not the same. So where's your hype point? Are you hype only during, you know, premier European stuff or are you hype during World Cup? So finding that point of sell is kind of tough. See, that's why I kind of thinking I'm waiting till the actual game start because it's like you have to sell it right after something happens. Because when I was saying before how the like these MLS like it's Messi, Ronaldo, and these, maybe you've heard of them once or never heard of them, MLS guys that get sold. Those are the top selling number-wise uh, mm-hmm. or price-wise for uh, soccer cards. And it's because that's when people hear about them. Oh, he just got sold to Bayern. Okay, let's get him. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if you heard, uh, we just got a dual national, his name Malik Mal- Malik Tillman. But he, in May, um, uh, he said he did his switch where he's like, oh, I'm going to play for Team U- – I'm uh, committing to Team USA. And that week after he did that, and, and that same week he got selected for Team USA and played a couple games with us, his cards that were – I'd never heard of the guy before. Um, I mean, I heard his name, but I didn't really know anything about him. His cards were made like all under $10 and stuff before that. Cause he's on, he plays for Bayern, but like on their, their reserve squad, he never really started or anything, but the week he announced for team USA and that rest of that week, it was like every card was add, add two zeros to any card that he had on that. And people like four or 500 bucks for just like a Sapphire base card of his. Mm-hmm. And it was like, and a month later, you, all those same cards were like 40, 50 bucks. Wow. So it's, it's almost, it's almost like you have to prepare for that rush. That's going to happen at any moment. That's kind of what I'm thinking is for the world cup. You're going to need to prepare yeah. for Yeah. So I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but that's what it's kind of seemed like this whole year with stuff is you have to pounce as soon was it strike as the iron's hot like yep. that's 
exactly what you have to do. Yep. If you want to make your percentage that we talked about, you got to do it. Yeah. If you want to make your percentage while, while, uh, while it's hot, you got to do it quick. Um, I'll give you, uh, just a couple more pieces. Cause I know you got to run. Um, so Mbappe signs an exclusive deal with Panini. So Mbappe, uh, autographs and, uh, you know, Jersey relics and stuff are exclusively to Panini. Holland is exclusively to Leaf um, with the rumor of Panini being sold. And obviously Fanatics is going to take over a lot of the card market here shortly. Do you think that this is good or bad for the soccer market with two of the highest priorities of, let's say, the top tier game being in, in two different markets that are going to split? Now you look at the Mbappe stuff it's basically a PSG set. It's not like it's inserted into, you know, like yeah. a Merlin set or a Topps Chrome. Like it's a PSG only set. So is that that's pretty good expensive for, too, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. So do you think that that's good for the entire market as a whole, or is it just people that's going to drive the Mbappe market higher and higher and higher? I think it will be more towards the the, the second option uh i think that will be more towards like just general collectors who don't i'm not this isn't me trying to sound snobby or anything i don't know more about soccer other than holland Mbappe, messi ronaldo they're like yeah. oh this is the first stuff that he signed okay we're getting it which is fine there's nothing wrong with that uh and but it, at those points and stuff, I don't see like new collectors going in and like, ooh, let me pay three thousand uh, dollars for a PSG set like that. I mean, kid, kids who are super fan because it's a big team. Yeah. I mean that. Like I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I think it's just more gonna be like the the high end collectors. Mm -hmm. And the breakers it's the chase that are going to be it's the, it's the Tom yeah Brady. yeah it, it's the Tom Brady it's the Zion or Michael Jordan or LeBron that's what people want to chase and that's where I think Panini is trying to get as much money as they can out of that market before they sell to fanatics. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So and who knows who knows if Mbappe uh, com compared to like all the baseballs that I've seen and. And the weird autographs that are out there. Luka Doncic's mom rumored to have signed a bunch of his cards or something. Mm -hmm. But who knows? Maybe Mbappe didn't even sign the things. But uh, so, what's the what would be the issue, or what do you think would happen? What if or how long do you believe Mbappe is going to be the best player in the world, or is there somebody that's close to him that is going to overtake him to where you know? Mbappe is kind of no longer the big name and there's number two. I know Holland's kind of chipping at the heels. You can really, you can't really put the, the Messi's and the Ronaldo's cause those are, let's say the legend type, the Michael Jordan type for collectors. But is there somebody who's in that number two spot that could be the next big time card? I think the guys right underneath the, who are at the next Mbappe level, the two that I would bet on would be Jude Bellingham, who's a, a teammate of of your Mukoku, 
guy, yep. and he's going to be starting for England. And Joao Felix, who is uh, Joao Felix has been hot. Yeah, yeah. I I think those are the two guys who are. I think they're both nineteen or twenty years old still, but I think those are the two guys that are like they've got the potential to be the next Mbappe's. Mm. So, yeah, I've seen a lot uh, of their we'll stuff, see. and it's still kind of kind of cheap. Besides, I mean, Jude's kind of all over the place, uh, especially if you get it slabbed. You know, it could be super high. Um, oh yeah, Felix. I've seen some stuff. I've seen a lot of second year stuff that I passed on. Um, but I kind of agree with you there. Those two guys have the potential to, to take that number one spot. Let's say if, if something were to happen or, you know, they reach that potential, they could be in the number one spot there. Cause he's a haste. So he may talented, but like, he may, he may not want to play hard if he knows his yeah. team is about to lose. And so yeah. what good is he if you got a head case on the team? Yeah, and he showed a little bit of that last year with him and Neymar really not being on the same page and kind of like him shutting it down pretty early. And a lot of people were getting on Mbappe because, you know, he like you said, he, if he's, you know, put in tough situations sometimes, he's kind of a quitter. Yeah, yeah. And if on the French national team, they've got guy, they've got two or three guys right behind them that are just as good as him. That okay, you you want to be a head case? All right, you're out. We yeah. we can fill your spot. Yeah. So, yeah. and yeah, like Joe Felix, he uh, he can. I think you get his get his cards like really good sapphire cards, cheaper than Jude Bellingham right now because. Uh, Joao, he had a whole bunch of hype, and then the last couple of years, he's kind of I wouldn't say his form is down, he's just on a team that likes playing defense a lot more than running forward and scoring. Mm -hmm. But he's he started the year off really, really well and, and really looked to be like the superstar that he was touted to be. And so, I still think you get in on him cheap right now. But yeah, and Bellingham, he's he's got a, a crap ton of rookie cards. So I don't know yeah. which are the best, but anything that's slabbed of his is is pretty expensive still. Yeah, but, I think uh, him he's the a lot <coughs> of stuff for him is tops chrome, especially yeah. uh cracked ices or you know, waves, something like that. Cause I've seen the the base and the silvers I think run anywhere between a hundred to two fifty, maybe three, and then once you start getting into the parallels and the numbers, then it starts, you know, getting into the threes, fours, five hundreds, into the thousands, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely being a team England, uh, he's he's definitely got the biggest hype. Him and Jao are, are that next level of of mbappe's and i would have probably said sancho but he had such a bad year last year um, yeah and he and really he wasn't leveled even off. no his 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 price is so leveled off after he had that bad bad year which has been great for me honestly because he is under this new coach at man united he is he's already scored like three or four goals this year 
and is having kind of a renaissance of his career. So I've been able to get some really good slab cards for like a tenth of what they were in January. Awesome. So I'm good at, but he still wasn't called in for the England squad this for this next camp. So if he still, I mean, may not be at the World Cup, which at this time last year would have been crazy to think. So, yeah. Cool. But we'll see. Cool. Yeah. Well, I know you got to run. Uh, thanks for joining the podcast once again. We'll talk soccer as we get even closer. <laughs> Remember, follow Josh on Instagram at WhiteFreezeWax. Um, he's always selling cards. Check out his soccer collection, especially if you love the game of soccer. Thank you again for watching and listening to the Dream 3 podcast. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Click, like, and subscribe. The Facebook page, the YouTube page. Uh, thank you again to our sponsors, MySlabs.com. Buy and sell all your slabbed cards, comic books, and wax on there. Don't pay those eBay fees that are ridiculous. MySlabs, you're paying no more than 6% on raw cards, 1% on slabbed cards. Uh, slab mm. savers, ProtectYourSlabs.com, especially on your high-end stuff. You want to keep it protected in, in its rightful place, so use code DREAM3. You're going to get 10% off your order for anything that you order. Uh, graded card solutions that's gradedship.com because when you ship your cards you want to make sure that people are getting their cards safely because you can't trust the post office upx fedex with not running it over or crushing it or whatever and you don't want that bad feedback so go to gradedship.com use code dream 15 you're going to get 15 percent off your order invest in how you ship your cards it's worth it and then finally nation golf company if you love the old school golden era of golf, check out our friends at nationgolfco.com. Until next time, this is the Dream 3 Podcast. We'll get Neil back on for episode 45. We'll see y'all later.